So Tate, if he's the wise, shrewd street guy that he is, Tate, you, you can't be naive and believe Romania is going to protect you because it's a very corrupt nation. You don't have more money than other governments that they can offer to that country. Your 50 million, 100 million, half a billion, a billion is nothing. The U.S. just cut a $1.7 trillion check. That's $1,700 billion, okay? The U.S. just gave $2.6 billion for January 6th attorneys, which they just dropped the case a couple of days ago. You think they're going to have a hard time buying up Ukrainian, uh, Romanian government to come after you? And do no. There's no way they're going to have a hard time with that. Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. Okay, but respectfully, you did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no one... He's not going to answer the question. Ron DeSantis is not going to answer the question. Or not Trump lost, then how well, can of course, you... no, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 of, election. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. Wow. Typical politician. Good guy. As soon as Joe Biden gets in trouble or Hunter Biden has an issue, they're going to hit the indict Trump button. Woo, woo, woo. And then they're going to drop another indictment. Well, it's not even a joke anymore. Listen to this. On June 7th, the FBI released documents to Congress alleging the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from Burisma. The very next day, Jack Smith indicted Donald Trump in the Mar-a-Lago docs case. 24 hours after the heat was on Joe Biden. July 26th of this year, Hunter Biden went to court and rejected the sweetheart plea deal after it was revealed the DOJ tried to give him blanket immunity from future prosecutions. The very wow. next day, Jack Smith charged Donald Trump with four wow. additional charges mm -hmm. in the Mar-a-Lago case. Then comes Monday, July 31st, Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies to Congress that Joe Biden was on over... Uh, you're here supporting Donald Trump. Yeah, you're live on the bus. Well, you're live on Sky News. Tell me why. The only way to save America is with Donald Trump. They would have it. The prosecutor, he's the man who tried to destroy America, subvert democracy. Yeah, it's another made-up story. It's another made-up story, another made-up indictment. They've been after this man since he came down the escalator eight years ago. i got to remember, when was America great? 2017, 18, 2019, until the commie Democrats called their bosses in Wuhan to release he's the cooking. virus. Remember, we had a thriving economy. Stock market was through the roof. Energy independence. We had respect all around the world. We were the number one superpower. We were doing great. America first. First constitution. We put the constitution first. And it all went to 30 months ago. Everything you're seeing today is the result of a stolen election. Simpson's predictions, or should we say plans, for 2023 are downright chilling. Now, this shit here is crazy. <coughs> this shit right here is crazy. And it's worth going through. Hold up. Episode from 19... 
Simpsons' predictions, or should we say plans, for 2023 are downright chilling. In an episode from 1998, the show hinted at an economic crisis, nuclear war, and the death of the leader of the United States, all happening in the same year. The episode in question, titled Bart to the Future, shows a glimpse into the future where Lisa Simpson has become the president of the United States. In a conversation with her staff, Lisa mentions the previous administration, headed by President Biden, left behind a budget crunch and quite a bit of a mess. Later in the episode, a news broadcast reports on a nuclear skirmish with an unspecified country, leading to mass destruction and chaos. While the idea of a nuclear war and economic crisis is frightening enough, of course we can only hope that these predictions from The Simpsons do not come true. But it's hard to ignore the show's track record of foreseeing major events, making us wonder what else...
This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Jersey Judah back this time it's Wednesday I don't know why I got the days mixed up this time it's Tuesday my bad what the but yo man this time it's Tuesday I'm back for the early a.m. edition all right we got we got some things to go over. I don't want to make the episode too long because, of course, during the weekdays, I save my big video for break time because weekdays I'm not I'm not really trying to do that many episodes at night. Wink, wink. Unless it's for the next day. Wink, wink which is why I got the days mixed up. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to talk about a few things, man. Uh, For starters, we got a list here to go through uh, on this episode here. I don't really have this on a time limit, but I do want to have this done within an hour, maybe. Who knows? Morning episodes, I don't try to go over an hour. If I do go over an hour, hour 15 minutes max. Excuse me. I do have to make a confession. You guys know I try to be as honest as I can. This is still Monday evening slash night for me right now. But I don't know how the next day is going to go, if I'm going to wake up with enough time to record something in the morning or will I not. So just in case, even though there is a possibility that I can still do 45 minutes tomorrow morning, why not do nothing? Uh, Why not do something now? That way, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I can just upload this and then work on something else and then have that uploaded for 1030 and then have an episode for noon. So. That's my plan, and I'm sticking to it. All right? We got Gavin McGinnis, and we also got a clip from Sky News. And we're not going to waste any time, man. Gavin McGinnis, that video, which is really a clip, quick clip of Gavin McGinnis. Middle-aged ladies infiltrate and ruin men's spaces. Well, who does this sound like? I could have swore. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've said this, but I never talked about middle-aged women. I've talked about women in general infiltrating and ruining male spaces. Gavin McGinnis has his story. He has his experience. So let's dive in. Speaking of dive bars, is at my local, and 
It's infiltrated by. That's weird. I said, let's dive in. And he said, speaking of dive bar, I'm just saying. Rods. This one lippy boomer. Lippy. <laughs> and she's she was a teacher. And there's something about boomer women, especially when they're single, where they just they don't have, they don't have any sort of a humble self-awareness. They come into your bar. They dominate the jukebox super loud. Stop it. And they just start talking to the whole bar. Now, if I go to a ladies hair salon where they have those things that go over your head, am I going to be in there going, hey, you guys got any music? Can I play Metallica? What's going on with you? No, I'm I'm like thousands of bars in Tokyo. My arms are going to be behind my back. And I'm going to be like, hello, ma'am. What are you showing us? It was a female bar. All right. So, uh, totally derailing the show as usual. <laughs> uh, you made me forget what I was talking about. These women are at the bars. Yeah, but that's not what I'm. T- and what it is showing is some aggressive bitches there in like Japan. I saw bits of this, and these bitches in Japan, they're like violating men. Like that's their, I guess that's their gimmick. We all know the Japanese are fucking crazy right we all know this you ever see like the animated shit they be having the japanese they're out of pocket on so many levels but they're showing clips of this bar and it's a bunch of women literally pouring drinks down men's throats and smacking men with bottles this is party this is a party thing in japan niggas is burnt out man talking about ryan not a, J- a Japanese female-themed bar. Ugh. So um, she goes, She, I walk in, and she goes, this is my sister-in-law. She's deaf, just so you know. What? Just so I know what? So I don't walk up to her and quietly behind her say, hi, my name's Gav. What are you telling me that for? So I go, I, I decide to be nice. And I go, you know what I was thinking the other day for deaf people? There should be an app where you talk into it. I want to go to this snow. And it reads your lips. And then you show it to someone and says, I want to go to the store. So it's it does lip reading. But it reads a deaf person. She goes, oh, she can't talk. I'm aware deaf people can't talk. But they can surely mouth. And she goes, no. No, they can understand. They can lip read. But they can't use their own lips. I go, that doesn't make any sense. That's horseshit. She goes, no, no, it's true. It's like French. I can understand French, but uh, I can't speak it. And I go, that's not a thing. No, I'm already mad at her. Like, she's she's telling me about the world. (laughs) Just trust me. I go to France. I was just back from Paris. And I go, what a shithole, right? And she goes, well, (laughs) I, um, I sort of, I'm not there as a tourist. Like, I have friends there. I've been going for since, like, 2010. Ooh, I go, I was there when I was 22. I proposed to my wife there. Like, what is it about you Americans? I left my own country and where you just assume when you go somewhere, no one else has been. Like, I remember talking to someone who had been to the those stupid hot springs in Iceland, in Reykjavik. And they're like, yeah, it's called the hot springs and it's blue and blah, blah, blah. And you get mud on your face. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been there. Thank you. Thanks for telling me about the world person with a passport. So I go, Paris is disgusting. There's no beauty there anymore. It's all refugees and gypsies and people sleeping on the streets. Jesus. There's no, (laughs) even the the locals, the the aboriginals of Paris, the original people. They're gone. Natives. They're gone. 
they wear sweatpants and they look like shit and ugh, the food sucks. It's done. Paris is done. And I'm not a tourist. So now we're getting aggressive. I got to be honest, out of all the places in the world, France, Paris is like the at the bottom of the places I would want to go to. And it has really nothing to do with culture per se, because if you're thinking of Latin, the Latin culture, every other part looks appealing, right? Italy is beautiful. Look at Italy. Um, Spain, great. France, hmm. France, right. And I go, and you don't understand French. You know what? Now that I think about it, it's funny I'm mentioning this. Just a random conversation. I uh, I started playing Modern Warfare 3, Call of Duty, again, like three days ago. I bought it a couple weeks ago, just never really had a chance to sit down and play it. And it reminded me of uh, the mission that they have when I think, if I'm not mistaken, the... Uh, What's that stupid tower called in, in Paris? The Eiffel Tower and shit falls in the game. And it's like the best. It's probably the best thing. And no disrespect to Paris. I don't want this happening to them. But for the sake of argument, it's the only entertaining thing about Paris in a video game is when the Eiffel Tower falls while you're in conflict. I'm just saying. Shout out to Paris, France, whatever. No disrespect, but fuck it. And she goes, no, I really do. I can hear it. I go, okay, what does this mean? C'est toujours la même histoire avec vous. And she goes, you know what? You're being aggressive and negative, and I just want to talk to my sister-in-law. Yeah, you're okay. a liar. You're just a liar. Fine, fuck you. Meanwhile, the bartender, I think, he says he's hacking. And he's got a cigarette. I grab his cigarette and throw it away. He thanks me. But he's like, ah, he has to sit down. He can't be behind the bar standing. And she's like, you got to get some food. And he goes, look, I can't eat everything. I can't hold food down. And I'm, I'm, I've always suspected that he does heroin or some sort of opioid. Jesus. Just a theory. <laughs> I like the guy. But he's like always sick and, it, and he never eats. And I go, so what can you eat, dude? And he goes, always I think I told you about this, six years old, brutal car accident. It's 1968 and uh, brutal car accident. My mother ends up on top of me and she's bleeding out. We get to the hospital, she's fine. We eventually stitch her up. But the idea of me covered in my mother's blood, it's always stuck me. Believe me, I've been to therapy, I've been to doctors. It manifests itself in my gut. What the fuck? What are we talking here, 53? Almost 60 years ago? No. Like, everyone's lying to me in this bar. No, no, no. Lies, lies, lies. And then she goes, you, look, you need to go to a doctor. And, and if you move, if you get fired from this job, because he goes, I got to be here. I'm going to get fired if I call in sick one more day. Yeah, because you call in sick two out of five shifts. <laughs> she goes, tell me when you leave. Tell me where you go. And then I saw she tipped him zero dollars. On a $24 bill. I thought you loved him. I thought you cared about him. You don't care enough to tip him $1? So that was fun. The leftist mating. Uh, that's a very puzzling video. 
not necessarily a favorite of mine from Gavin McGinnis, but I think the title was just misleading. I would like to elaborate more on the title. I don't think middle-aged women have really the brains to infiltrate the male space because it's quite obvious. Let me give you an example. So women, I heard Pearly Things. Uh, Pearly Things is out there calling out uh, Adam 22. Like, just to be one of the crowd. Like, that's that's Pearly Things. She's just one of the guys. Or at least she tries to be. And the persona fails because she's a woman, right? Now, if she was middle-aged, guys would immediately reject this bitch. Like, yeah, we're not listening to this old hag. What does she know about my life? What do women know about men's lives to begin with? You don't hear men go, well, I know everything about a woman and women do this. You don't hear that. And when you do hear it, it's douchey. The guy sounds like a fucking loser. It's like I was watching this video today. Or it wasn't really a video. It was a short. I was at work pretty much finishing up everything that I was doing. You know, I decided to grab a chair real quick, sit down for like maybe 15, 20 minutes and see what's going on on YouTube. I see this video of this rapper. I'm not going to mention his name. Really just a low tier type of rapper. He's only known for controversy. He's never really known for his music. And he was talking about, you know, really just stereotypical nigga shit. Really, you know, I got I got goons. I ride for him. I die for him. Other niggas just give their goons money. I I stay with them. You you feel me? I'm around these niggas. If something goes down, I'm going down with them. Real cute shit, right? Like shit that you would see in movies. And it was such a joke because the guy was so serious. It's like my nigga, you you have thousands of dollars. You don't have millions. You wish you had millions, but you have thousands of dollars. Why do you need goons? But then it's not the goons. It's the image. It's it's the vibe. It's it's this persona of having demons, guys on demon time. If anything needs to be done, these guys are doing it. No questions asked. And it's all a fantasy. It's all bullshit. We all know the first motherfucker that gets cracked by the cops. He's flipping. ASAP. That whole loyalty shit means nothing. But it's the image and it's the idea that sounds good. So when women go along and they find things like the red pill and the manosphere, they do a little research. They do a little video. They get some clout. It's only because of their appearance, right? Like I said, if Pearl Davis was 50 years old, And she was saying the shit that she was saying now. These young women would tear her ass apart, would would, would eat her alive. But because she's still of age and there's enough simps putting her on a pedestal, they'll go, well, she can invade the space. We'll let her we'll let her through. And this is this is our problem, right? Whatever gatekeeping that's supposed to be going on, it's not going on. And I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't care to be a gatekeeper. If a motherfucker wants to call himself a fairy and and dance around in the tutu, good for him. All power to him. If a woman feels that she's quote unquote red pill, all power to her. I just better not come across the content. 
because I would pick it apart because all these women have been doing is invading the male spaces. It's the one time we're seeing today where a lot of these women are upset that these guys who identify as women, it's not like they're guys who identify as guys. That would be different, right? It's guys who identify as women invading your spaces. Now it's a big deal. These guys need to stay out of our spaces. It's funny because guys have been saying this shit to themselves for years about women, but not a lot of people are open to speak about it um, with fear of, you know, consequences. People are going to think this. People are going to think that. I honestly can give two shits what people think. Um, This way of thinking simply comes from the fact that I don't need an audience. When I record an episode, I'm by myself. When I do most activities that I like doing, guess what? I'm by myself. My approval from other people don't make me or break me. The people that's been listening, the people that's been supporting, I appreciate it. But it's not about reaching everybody. So it's kind of like that weird situation. And like I said, you know, Gavin McGinnis, he's a funny dude. I would hope I was hoping that he would elaborate more. But, you know, we all get sidetracked. And that nigga got sidetracked. But we're going to move on to this Sky News thing here. Um, This is going to be dealing with Hunter Biden's situation a little bit more. So that's going to be entertaining. The title is very long. Let me see if I can go back here. Go back. I don't know why it constantly does that. Uh, Okay. uh, Unraveling underscore. Hunter Biden's demise sends CNN to total meltdown. Sky News. Let's get it. The leftist media is in total meltdown. And it's all because of Hunter Biden. The drug-crazed, alcoholic, sex-addicted son of U.S. President Joe Biden has always been a protected species in the eyes of the mainstream media, the White House, and even the judicial system. That's a... That is... That's a Rita... That's Rita something. Some woman. Some some woman. She's attractive. I like her. She's a, a person of color, although I can't describe her exactly. She has a Middle Eastern look, but her facial features are very unique. All right. I believe that's her voice narrating. Until now, one courageous judge refused to rubber stamp the sweetheart deal made between Hunter Biden's team and prosecutors over potential violations of tax and gun laws which in turn forced Hunter to plead not guilty and the court to be convened in 30 days for closer re-examination. This is a far cry from the slap on the wrist the Biden camp expected. Sky News All-Stars Douglas Murray, James Morrow and Chris Kenny react as the media scrambles to silence the story. It seems the judge who was looking at this plea deal, Mary Ellen Noreka, took one look at the absolute nonsense that was being proposed and said, ah, no way. A good order. The fact that she saw what was happening and had the courage to say stop 
is a great credit not just to her, but also the resilience of the rather battered American justice system, where if you are a Biden at least, the fix is, generally speaking, comprehensively in. Only this time, it wasn't. You see, it came out in the plea bargain hearing that what was proposed for Hunter was not just something that would get him off the hook for all the stupid crimes we do know about. The deal was also going to protect him from any investigation ever into anything he'd ever done in the past. So I don't know if this is a big deal for you guys, but a lot of us remember the Hunter Biden laptop situation or scenario which was, of course, instantly swept under the rug because these FBI agents are in the pocket of the Bidens. What a shocker. Just like the Department of Justice are in the pockets of Joe Biden, which is the reason why every time that something was uncovered about Hunter Biden or Joe Biden, a day or two later, an indictment would come charges would be produced against Donald Trump. Perpetuity. Now, an analysis of the transcripts, sadly cameras were not allowed in the courtroom, of the hearing reveals that Hunter's lawyers essentially tried to bury the immunity clause that he was being offered, which had been negotiated with the Department of Justice. And I put that word in quotes. This was done to keep Judge Noreka from getting wise to the deal. Not only that, they had worded this immunity clause in such a way that the judge would be powerless to reject it. Well, guess what? She was too clever for them, and she did. She blew the whole thing up, and Hunter Biden's plea deal is now suspended until everyone goes back to the drawing board. Going through the transcript of the hearing, it turns out what Hunter's lawyers and the Department of Justice tried on here was absolutely incredible. The judge asked the prosecutor not once but five times if there was any precedent for this sweetest of sweetheart deals that was so sugary that if it was a snack food, it would be endorsed by Lizzo. She said she had never seen it. No, that was that was out of nowhere, man. That that's some dirty work, man. Crafty, very crafty, yet very dirty work, man. That's dirty. I respect it. With this sort of quote, not to prosecute, lifetime get out of jail free clause in it, and she even questioned its constitutionality. The media has always protected the Bidens, managing to spin corruption scandals into a beautiful tale of enduring family love. Let's start with the always reliable lefty lunacy of The View. Take it away, Anna Navarro. The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, son, Hunter, and will never treat him lesser than. And so he... Now, we know, and I didn't get a chance to really talk about things the way that I wanted to talk about within the information war, but there's always next time. 
And as you guys know, I have the critical political theory series that I'm working on. It's quite obvious. Network news, not even news talk shows can be super biased, right? We know this. But the way that The View and a lot of these other female dominant talk shows work, it's so one-sided that you can only assume that these people are, I don't know, uh, getting a check. All these celebrities, it's like, when I noticed things were weird is when Trump won And it was the first time ever where most celebrities, most entertainers stood against him. And there was no real reason to do so because, realistically speaking, they are financially closer to Trump. Status-wise, they're closer to Trump than other people are, regular people. Now, these people, they don't really have the, the most... They're not the sharpest people. They're just not. So they can they can blindly follow others. But when you have celebrities doing the same exact thing, you got to be able to point out the narrative and what's trying to be executed. Right. I remember, like I said, I, I pointed this out several times. The compilations of celebrities and entertainers telling you that Donald Trump will never be president. Donald Trump will never be elected president. Barack Hussein Obama said it himself. Oh, Trump's not going to get elected. At least I was president. And then look what happened. Oh, yeah, there's that body. I want to play something real quick, but I think I'm going to wait. Well, actually, no, I'll wait till later. Another episode. There's this one, uh, this one woman, uh, this blonde woman, you know, uh, she's a, she's about an eight, seven and a half, eight out of 10. The reason why I'm going to say she's an eight is the political awareness puts her in a higher level. Reason I say this is I don't like dumb bitches and I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe guys just want to fuck these bitches. So they got to be dumb for them in order to fuck them. I don't like dumb, stupid bitches. They got to know about what's going on. Women got to know about what's happening with them. And in fact, a lot of the women, a lot of y'all are knowing this now, a lot of you women are being taken advantage of by the feminist movement. And y'all being told that y'all don't need a man, this and that. And then when the time comes, y'all ain't, y'all ain't built like that. Just like the episode we went through yesterday morning, you know, the women that claim to be independent, but then later on regret her independence because surprise, surprise, telling men that you're independent doesn't really do much for them in terms of them wanting to be with you. When most men hear independent, they hear problematic. But back to this situation, the media has their way of corrupting the people and media entertainers and politicians all have their hand and propaganda in whatever way they can come up with. Excuse me. The propaganda for feminism, which is a left radical group, radical movement by the left, 
they have told women that they don't need men. Get abortions. Uh, family is not important. Family is not top priority. Nope. They're being told that their wants and needs is their top priority. So they go for it. But they're lied to. Because at the end of their career, going to school, when they feel, and this is the good word to use, keyword feel, that they're ready to settle down, it doesn't matter. Reality has its own uh, rhythm. Reality has its own time. Reality has its own stage. They've reached the wall and haven't realized it because they've been listening to a lot of these radical feminists. They'll paint guys like me as a misogynist. They can't paint me as a white supremacist because I'm black. They can they can paint me as a coon or a sellout because I'm conservative. But all these bitches are the ones that's acting out for profit. Not I. Not I, said the cat. Say father first. Take it or leave it. Yeah, she's almost crying there, Prue. Yes, that whole story, that entire scandal is a story about a father's love. Yeah, 10% for the big guy because he's exactly. so loving. <laughs> he loves having the money that Hunter's delivering him. Big guy. That's the term they use. Did you know? And like I said, my whole... My journey, it was it was two journeys, two different variations, but kind of the same outlook. Getting the raw, real realities of what's going on today, not allowing myself to be lied to and be manipulated by mainstream media, standing on what I say, regardless of how unpopular and how undesired it is. When it comes to the situation of a Joe Biden, and he would be, if Barack Obama wasn't the reason that I would get involved in politics, Biden would probably be one of the reasons why the youth, and by the way, this is a future episode, a little spoiler, a little preview of what we're going to talk about in the future possibly during break, possibly my actual episode in the morning that I'll do. Um, I wanted to go over a poll in which I think individuals under the age of 35, um, 18 to 35, if I'm not mistaken, there's a decline in Biden support and there is a boost and those being conservative. So a lot of the youth are becoming more conservative. Of course, we talked about this uh, briefly with the blacks. The black men are becoming more conservative and more Trump supporters. The women, the black women, um, the Hispanic women are becoming more liberal, more Biden supporters. So there's not only a separation politically, there's not only a separation of gender, there, there is a uh, miscellaneous, if you will, separation of race, which is only used as a weapon from either mainstream media, the politicians or the entertainers to create this divide in which we got to see Trump as a racist. We can't just say, all right, 
Trump's not a racist because of this and have actual evidence because then these people will just say you're a fanatic, you're a MAGA Republican. But when it comes to covering up their bullshit and that's all they do, they cover up Biden's bullshit. They covered up the Clinton's bullshit. They covered up Obama's bullshit. That's all they're good at. Very biased. Like, for example, <clears throat> I I talk about my open support for guys like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Some would say, well, you're a hypocrite because you're a conservative. I say, fuck you. I have conservative views. I'm only I'm only looked at conservative for some of the things that I talk about to people who aren't conservative. The people who are conservative, they will view me more as a center right type of person than a right wing type of person. But because I've been in different surroundings with different people and had different conversations about these things already, it's not an issue for me to bring it up on a fucking podcast. So I understand why some people, when they hear about politics, they get iffy. They're like, uh, I don't really want to hear about it because they're used to hearing the same shit. They're not listening to a person with raw emotions and with actual experience going behind it. They would expect a black to just be radical, which I am radical. I'm just radical on the opposite end, on the opposing end. I'm radical to the left. I'm a radical black MAGA Republican to the left. In reality, I'm just a person with conservative views that think Trump is the better president, mostly because he's not a politician. And I think we get to a point now where we see a representation of a non-politician doing better than the politician in which the establishment has to come up with barriers, indictments, um, oh, the document situation and the document situation also being done by Joe Biden, not only as president, but when he was vice president, all of the hypocrisies that's been put in the way, the election interference of 2020 allegedly can simply be compared to George W. Bush and John Kerry. And I believe 2004. It's just people don't. People don't want to acknowledge that. Because if the Democrats acknowledge that, then they would be hypocrites. Correct. The voting and comparing this not only with 2020, but comparing this to 2016, comparing this to the Russia situation. Russia, Russia, Russia. I can't stop saying it. Russia, 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 right? They said he was tied in and the election was tied into Russia. All right. What evidence did they prove to make him tied in with Russia? Zero. They had no evidence. They had no proof. That's defamation to an extent. I'm sure that's not legally defamation, but in my opinion, it's defamation. If you're saying a person that won in an honest election is cheating, but you don't have evidence. You don't have video evidence. You don't have nothing 
But mainstream media in your pocket, that's just going to spread the lies and propaganda, just like they did with COVID-19, just like they did with anything else going forward, including 9-11 with the weapons of mass destruction, including the invasion of Iraq, including the invasion in these other countries. The problem with these people is, and a problem with a lot of people in general, they don't expect you to be aware Once you're aware, they know you're aware, they can't hit you with the bullshit. You know what I mean? They can't hit you with the BS. Especially the liberals, they can't tell you that you're less fortunate than the next person. Who are they to to tell you that you are less fortunate? But you black people don't question the whites, the white liberals that tell you this. Well, who are you to tell me what's racist and what's not racist? What evidence do you have as a white person to suggest that Donald Trump, also a white person, is a racist? What makes you the crusader to the blacks? What makes you the savior to the blacks? What makes you the modern day Martin Luther King to the blacks? What makes you the modern day Harriet Tubman to the blacks? Nothing. Just your word. And it takes one person to question them. It takes one person to stand up and tell it how it is. And these people crumble because they're so used to seeing the blacks easily manipulated, easily lied to, easily brainwashed, easily programmed. Not I. You know, he's his emissary to, uh, you know, take the bag around and do the collection. That's a father's love. Yeah, I mean, please, how thick must that audience be to sit there and be fed that and not to laugh out loud or hiss or, you know, some sort of a reaction to those insane words. Uh, But not even CNN can avoid this latest curveball, which took them by complete surprise and sent the network's commentators into a meltdown. And naturally, the Democrats and their handmaidens in the press are having a harder time coping. CNN had an absolute meltdown over all this, asking, what just happened? Someone made a bad mistake here. Am I wrong looking at this saying that that these someone, whether it be Hunter Biden's defense or prosecutors here, how could there be such a big miscommunication? I cannot even begin to explain how the Justice Department walks into that courtroom without knowing exactly what the scope of immunity or coverage is for Hunter Biden. The media want more than anything to sweep this under the rug like they've done for every other Biden scandal. All right, this is the woman's name. I had to get her name. She's Iranian. She's a beautiful woman. She's 47 years old. 47. This is a woman here who's able to keep it up with the rest. And and uh, she's a looker, man. Um, Rita Panahai. Penahai. Penahai. Rita Penahai. All right. Bad. Good one. She's a looker. Um, Rita is an American born Australian right wing opinion colonist. She works for the Herald and Weekly Times. All right. And that's involved with uh, News Corp Australia and is the host of the Rita show. I can't 
pronounce her last name. I don't want to butcher it more than I already did. And the Friday show on Sky News Australia and is a contributor to Sunrise on the Seven Network. Um, like I said, she's a she has a very now that I look at her, I would actually say more of a more of a sort of I don't know an Egyptian Middle Eastern look to her. Uh, solid, even at the age of forty-seven, very impressive. Solid seven out of ten. I would give her a solid seven out of ten. She's American, Australian, and um, Iranian. All right. But it may just be too late. I think that there is almost a panic setting in with the media. They all want to move on because the alternative is to recognize one of the most significant corruption scandals in modern history. But it's something that the media played a role in suppressing. So they want everyone to move on, but that's just not going to happen. But some in the conservative media are relieved that Hunter may finally be held to account, restoring faith in the U.S. judicial system. With the reality of it is, and I'm just going to be honest with you as a person with quote unquote conservative views, um, they want a dominoes effect. That's what that's what the conservatives want. That's what the Republicans want. The GOP, especially. They know if they can if they can get something on Hunter and have it stick, they can easily connect that to Joe Biden. Now, it's the strategy of how they would connect this to Joe Biden, because, of course, Hunter Biden isn't 17. He isn't 15. He's a grown fucking man. But the corruption, the blatant corruption has ties and connections to the administration. It's just their way of going about it if they're able to execute this. Uh, shocked that it fell apart, like everyone else, I suppose. But also, I was, I was happy that that the U.S. Uh, judicial system is capable of of striking down absurd plea deals when there's no precedent for them, and and where they were going to grant absurd levels of immunity to Hunter Biden in this case. Uh, so I think it's a good outcome. I think it restores faith in the U.S. legal system, at least in this case. Uh, and of course, I mean. Democrats are very worried because, as you suggested, if there are further uh, charges levied in the future, further investigations against Hunter related to his foreign dealings, then that could that could uncover all sorts of information about where that money uh, had gone and, of course, whether or not uh, Joe Biden knew about it or benefited from it. And it's not only Hunter that's being dealt a blow. Sky News All-Star Douglas Murray says this latest incident may be the undoing of Joe Biden's election chances. Now, Douglas, what's particularly interesting here is Hunter Biden admitted to the judge that he received over $600,000 US from a Chinese Communist Party-backed company. Now, this completely contradicts President Biden's insistence that nobody from his family made a cent from China. China. This doesn't look good China. for the president at a time when his approval rating is already sub 40%. Bum. A fucking bomb. Yes, I've said to you before, Rita, that I think that there is uh, so much more to come on this. And it is going to be the tool that the Democrat Party will use to make sure that Joe Biden isn't actually their candidate at the next election. I put it out there again now. 
The Biden family corruption story is just deadly for Joe Biden and as a result for the party should they be running him at the next uh, election. Sky News host Chris Kenny goes even further, saying Joe Biden could be impeached for his role in Hunter's business dealings. We will see what happens. Eh? There's even talk of impeachment proceedings against the president based on his role in Hunter Biden's business dealings. Never forget that this was the story most of the mainstream media, the digital giants and the FBI dismissed in the lead up to the election. Again, the truth usually comes out eventually. However, comedian Alex Stein isn't so sure and thinks that both Hunter and Joe Biden will be given a get out of jail free card because US people are too worried about paying their bills to pay attention to the Biden circus. Ooh, damn. That cut, that cut deep. And there's a lot of truth in what he just said. Or what she said, referencing what he said. What the? But y'all know what I mean. There's a lot of truth in that. I mean, but either way, if you're looking at, if you're looking at getting your money the way you should get your money, you're going to be looking at the president responsible one way or another. The inflation's in this country is on another level. The gas prices going up is on another level. Yet, some people choose to excuse the current president only because he's not the previous president. It's a sad reality. The next election cycle, uh, excuse me, the next election cycle that comes around, these people that are complaining about Biden will be in the polls voting for him once again. They won't even look at people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who actually stands for something. And who had family that stood for something and died for something. Both, I believe, decorated uh, soldiers as well. Okay. No, y'all want y'all want the corrupted Joe Biden. So this is what y'all get. You know, you're talking about impeachment, you're talking about all this stuff. I don't reckon, though, when you look at the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, I don't think the average American is tuning in to just how bad this is. I'm worried that he's going to skate. What do you reckon? There it is. Come on, you guys have been to America. Probably half the people don't even know who Kamala Harris is. People are worried about their bills. People are worried about their life, you know, actually trying to make it in America when they're, you know, worried about being a victim of crime. You know, people, the middle class is basically gone. People can't afford to pay for a single family home. So we're just kind of like in this debt slavery that we can't even basically pay attention to who is in power. So you're right, James. Most people don't even care because they don't even know. Wow. Straight like that, man. Sky News Australia talking about the corruption and the reaction from the American people. They are pretty much spot on with what they are saying simply because if you are only looking at a small audience of individuals, right? And this small audience sees the crime, they see the corruption, but these people also realize that they see other people and they look at them as if they're the ones, or better yet, they look at, they look at the situation, know what it's about, and they don't want to mention it because everybody else is so much on the opposite end. 
people will cower down to anybody at this point going forward. It's a form of cowering down. Telling and pretty much getting other people to follow your narrative. Whether people agree with me or not, I'm still going to address my opinion. My opinion is as follows, right? It's obvious this current president belongs in prison. There is too much. And, and, and certain Democrats, the act of treason, uh, treason is just on another fucking level. I mean, let's just be honest. Blatant cover-ups, certain emails, certain flight logs covered up and kind of just buried away by certain politicians. And then, you know, to go even deeper, certain executions, well, not executions, certain assassinations, which were pretty much fatality, a, a fatality of executions. Whether you look at MLK, Malcolm X, JFK, Bobby Kennedy, a couple of others as examples, some more known, some less known, happen to be connected to certain politicians. I don't think it's much of a surprise when people talk about such a corrupted president like Lyndon B. Johnson who a lot of people would say, and I would agree, is a prime example of the deep state, the prime example of the establishment, the prime example of especially his views on the blacks. The old school Dixiecratic approach to pretty much give them the bare minimum and just expect them to be in line. And to be fair, they've executed this to a T until recent times. Recent times, you would have niggas like me who legitimately don't give a fuck about politicians, but understand politics enough to have a reason behind it. It can be someone who's a rhino Republican, GOP. I don't like those people, just like I don't like Democrats. I only have political views. I don't have what is considered political leaders. As a free-thinking legal citizen of the United States. I choose to have zero leaders. Presidents are different. People need that. Some people need that level of leadership. I'm not saying I'm one of the people that don't need it. I just don't care about it enough to really go out there in the public and, and duel it out with people over political views, uh, over, over political views. I don't give a shit. I have my opinion. Other people have theirs. Other people, they're just not bold enough and they're not honest with themselves to be upfront about it. They'll hide in other people's opinions. They'll hide in um, news media and news media constantly gives them misinformation. And what do they do with the misinformation? They run with it. All the shit that's going on now with Trump, just keep in mind the news media, the people that are just outwardly talking about it as if it's straight facts and evidence. The same people that brought up all of the bullshit with Russia and the 2016 election. 
Nothing changes. Nothing's new under the sun. It's only up for people who who really want to know what's going on to know what's going on. Then you realize it, it really, unfortunately, it's not that complicated. It's just people expect things to be complicated. Right? Like simple solutions to simple problems. And I've already talked about this before, but the problems that you have within can only be solved from within. If you incorporate other people to your problems, you're welcoming their problems along with your problems. It's like the guys who get lonely and look for women, they're at their most weakest and most desperate. So they'll deal with a bitch who ain't shit and treat her like she's everything that, that he's ever wanted because of his desperation. Then I think about like, well, this could be said about even OnlyFans, but OnlyFans isn't even about obtaining women. It's about obtaining this false sense of validation from a woman. Um, This belief that you can have a woman be completely naked. Um, You can have a woman with everything off, revealing everything to you, even though she's revealing herself as property to the online community. She is literally community property. But guys don't care. Some guys just don't even think about it like that. They don't want to think about it like that. They're miserable. It's just like the women, it's like the women who go on TikTok and talk about why men are trash all day. There has to be like a void in someone, especially a woman, for her to find joy and entertainment in doing it. But we all know the obvious reason. It's because other women are just as dysfunctional as she is, and they actually subscribe and give this bitch credibility for being a failure. You see all these communities of women, they go around, they'll talk about what they did in life, how they did this, how they did that. And they really didn't do much, but they talk a good game. It sounds good. So in their minds, it all makes sense. If they can just sit back and say the same shit over and over again and believe that it has some effect to their lives, then in their minds, it has effects to their lives. Even though you and I know that it's a bunch of BS, her, her journey or her um, excuse of wanting to find herself or just some other type of hallmark BS fucking, um, you know, stereotypical bullshit. Guys, guys pick up on that shit a lot quicker because the guys who truly, quote unquote, had to find themselves, it's a different meaning. Spirituality, for example. I'm offended when women consider themselves to be spiritual. If you're giving yourself to everybody and anybody, what the fuck makes you spiritual? You're a fucking demon. You attack the spirits of men. Maybe you're a demon, but you're not spiritual, ho. I'm sick and tired of hearing these bitches talk about that. That offends me. That's like hearing, that's like a Christian, hardcore, Bible-thumping, fucking every Sunday service going ass Christian, right? Hearing some prostitute, some hooker talking about she found God. Found what God? 
the fuck are you talking about? What the? Bitches are burnt, man. Dusted, busted, and disgusted. Hey, politics is the same shit. All these women are flying, you know, liberal, rainbow, whatever flags they want to fly. It's all good. I ain't mad about it. I'm just I'm just calling it for what it is. This is why I consider feminists just to be a common enemy, a common adversary, no different than the Democrats, no different than the liberal, no different than the um, LGB, HDTV, X, Y, and Z family, and the Rainbow Mafia, and the Transformer tribe, okay? (laughs) They're all adversaries. They're the opposition. I can't stand with those people. I refuse to. Oh, what about BLM? What about BLM? I'm not standing with them niggas either. They don't share my beliefs. And for blacks and and, and for the blacks, right? Especially the blacks. I'm black. For the blacks, right? When does it come a time where you just stand on who the fuck you are and you actually, it's not about leaving your color. You still, you still are who you are, but it's about what you are and what you believe more than your appearance. It's about what you can present in terms of characteristics more than what you can just bring to the eye. And it's funny that I have to tell men this because bitches, they execute this perfectly. A lot of beautiful bums, a lot of attractive women who ain't shit. All right. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. Y'all bitches ain't shit. That's all. That's all it is. Y'all attractive. Y'all cute, though. I'd hit most guys a hit. But y'all ain't shit to be asking for what y'all ask for. Y'all bitches live on another fucking planet. Um, bitches are like foreigners in their own country and they choose to be. They're foreigners in their own country and they choose to be because they look at the environment that they're in and they feel victimized. When every motherfucker is rushing to open the door for a motherfucker, every motherfucker is rushing to validate a bitch, even a fat bitch, even an unstable bitch discombobulated bitch, disrespectful bitch, disingenuous ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But everyone's willing and they don't understand that there's guys that's already picking up like, yo, I'm not listening to that. Talking about y'all victims, victims of what? Your own circumstances? Who put a gun to your head and told you to suck a thousand dicks? Who did that? They should be held accountable, but they don't exist. But y'all don't have any self-accountability, so y'all get away with doing that. But then y'all get upset when niggas don't want to deal with your funky ass. Beat it. Sick of it. And wait, the the uh, political thing, the separation with, I think, gender men and women, especially black men and black women. Of course, the black women being the supporters of baby daddy sliding Joe Biden. Um, and the black men are waking up and like, yeah, we want, we want the other white man back. We need uncle Trump back as soon as possible. Uh, we, we need, we need those checks back, right? We need the tax. We need the tax cut, the tax break back. We need that back. We need our tax money back in our checks. Okay. That's what we need. 
And the blacks are waking up. They're like, hey, you know what? Whatever these motherfuckers is talking about, they on their own. That's how I feel about them. Any liberal, white, black, Hispanic, y'all niggas on y'all own. I don't agree with y'all. And nigga, I got research and information to back my shit up. So I ain't playing none of these uh, coon games and shit. I'll smack the shit out of one of you liberals. Smack the shit out of y'all. Alright, I'm not playing that coon shit. I ain't tap dancing for these people. I just have my opinion. Y'all niggas be the ones out there tap dancing too. A lot of y'all be out there doing the Sambo this the Sambo shuffle. A lot of y'all's liberals out there be cooning. And it's fucking despicable. I'm sick of it. It needs to be pointed out. What's the dude, Roland Martin? You're up. You're number one. You're a fucking coon. You was out there dancing with Hillary Clinton. Doing the Sambo cha-cha slide. <laughs> Doing the Uncle Tom. This These fucking cocksuckers. I'm sick of these motherfuckers, man. These so-called black fucking leaders. They ain't shit. They know they ain't shit. But they got away with it for decades. Look at Al Sharpton. What the? Look at Jesse Jackass Jackson. That nigga stepped down. He stepped down as a civil rights leader. I wonder why. Maybe the guilt caught on, caught up to him. Who the fuck knows? You out there sitting next to Kamala Harris, so you don't regret too much sitting next to these fucking peasants. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sick of this shit. Like, get out of here. These old raggedy establishment-ass politicians need to go. Y'all should have listened to what Trump said before. Draining the swamp, getting rid of these niggas. Hopefully he gets he gets in the office. He gets in the office. And a lot of these people start getting locked the fuck up. Or at least go to court. I want to see Obama go to court. I want to see Biden go to court. I want to see Hillary. I want to see that bitch in court. As soon as possible. Alright? I want to see all these motherfuckers in court. Fuck this shit. I'm tired of these people. Now I understand why there's rednecks in this country. I get it. I'm no longer, I, I, I don't even see them as racist anymore, yo. I really don't. Rednecks exist for a fucking reason, man. These are all the uh, fuck Joe Biden, um, let's go Brandon type guys. We need those people. All these soft, just, just, just a, just a burden, just to listen to them. They don't talk about anything important. They always got some bullshit calls. It, it is nothing. They got some calls and it's supposed to have. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Niggas be trying to line up their pockets. I don't trust these politicians at all. OK, Trump's not a politician. So I let Trump slide with a lot of shit. That's Trump, though. I can't let other people slide like Trump. If I let other people slide like Trump, then, then who am I as a person? There's got to be at least one person in this country that's out of pocket. And I'm allowing Trump to be out of pocket, as out of pocket as possible. Call out these fucking weirdos. And, 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 and justice needs to be served. And a lot of these cocksuckers need to be locked up. For real. They need to be locked up. And, and now I get it. They've taken all this time to, to show that we can get Trump. But that's just a defense for their fuckery, right? That's just to throw people off. That's a diversion. That's a diversion to what corruption they're trying to cover up. 
whether it's Ukraine, whether it's whether it's China, you know, whether it's, you know, the money that they've been getting. Apparently, countries have been funneling money to Biden and nothing has been addressed about that, which is interesting. But who knows? Will will it ever be truly brought out there? Will people ever really look at it and go, see, this is what I'm talking about, right? Or do people just go, or were people like me, I kind of go, all right, I'll believe it when I see it. Most guys, most, most people who know about what's going on, that's pretty much their outlook. Because there's been opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to lock this motherfucker up. They didn't get that chance, but any any chance in return that they get to get Trump out, they'll use that instantly. Yeah, we want we want Trump out. We'll indict him again. Now, like I said, many people, um, Newsmax, there was a lady on Newsmax that was pointing this out or no, there was um, the host on Newsmax was pointing this out. You had guys like fucking. um, Who else? No, it was a woman. It was Trump's. It was Trump's attorney that pointed out date by date of all the times that Biden or Hunter's corruption was pointed out and a day later, Trump getting indicted or Trump getting more counts added into his indictment. Something to think about. But a lot of you guys won't do the research. But it's about the rain. So as always, and as I always say, In the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Let me go in so I don't get fucking rained on. It's already raining badly now, but I'm out. Peace.